ان الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد اذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقرة اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله وعلم أن خير الدنيا والآخرة في تقوى الله وطاعته وأن شر الدنيا والآخرة في معصية الله ومخالفته وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها وأن الله يبعث من في القبور All praise belongs to Allah, the glorious and majestic, the most generous, the giver of gifts, the most wise, the most merciful, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship and there is no God other than Allah, the Lord of the heavens and the earth and the creator of everything in creation. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad is his final prophet and messenger who came with clear guidance and left us on the straight path that none veer from except that they bring upon themselves destruction and we seek Allah's protection from that. Ameen. My beloved community, brothers and sisters, I re remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I convey to you all the well wishes and uh, uh, the prayers for a blessed Ramadan and that we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this great opportunity that we've been given to live another Ramadan and to experience another Ramadan, a month in which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, he informed us that in the month of Ramadan, all of the gates of paradise are opened and all of the gates of the fire are closed and the devils are chained up. And as we are in this blessed month and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has extended to us another opportunity, we also need to ask ourselves, what is it that we hope to achieve in this month of Ramadan? What is it that Allah wa ta'ala wants from us in this month of Ramadan? That uh, uh, fasting has many, many benefits. But what is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us is the primary aim and goal and purpose behind fasting? Allah tells us in the Quran, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون. O oh, you who believe, fasting has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those before you of all of the communities of revelation, so that you may grow in taqwa. لعلكم تتقون. That Allah subhanahu wa taala has given us one of the pillars of worship. One of the most important aspects of ibadah 
in this blessed month so that we can actually prevent ourselves from doing things that are normally completely permissible. Outside of Ramadan, drinking and eating and so forth, it's completely permissible. But in the month of Ramadan, those things that are normal and permissible and habitual are even become prohibited for us. Why? So that we can have a heightened sense of consciousness. If I'm going to be honest with you all, the first couple days were, were rough. Right? So you kind of go, whoa, what just happened? But that's because you're broken outside of your norm. And you're able to see the potential of what you can do when you limit yourself and you go outside of the limitations that we set through our habits. So those first days, it's a big adjustment. But then we realize, you know what? I can do this. You know what? I'm going to adjust the way that I sleep. I'm going to get a nap at this time of day. I'm going to make sure that I recite Qur'an at this time. And we, we start to uh, uh, adjust our schedule throughout the day in a way that's appropriate for the month of Ramadan. And that also helps us change deeper things within ourselves. Maybe there's a particular uh, act of ibadah that we've been struggling with in the month of Ramadan when things change up we're able to engage with that again and maybe successfully take it on this time. Maybe there's something haram that has been uh, uh, weighing us down, a bad habit that has been hard to break. And then in the month of Ramadan, we have this heightened consciousness that allows us to distance ourselves from that. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, the point of fasting is not just to feel hungry and not to maybe lose a few pounds and feel like I can do this, uh, and I can wait to the end of the night, and then at the end of the night, everything's back to normal. That's not the point of fasting. The point of fasting is that your nafs becomes imprisoned. And then you start to realize that I can prefer what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from me over my egotistical things that start to just become norms in my life. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, he emphasizes this in many, many, many ahadith. He says, salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi, man lam yada' qawla al-zuri wal-amal bihi, falaysa lillahi hajatun fi an yada' ta'amahu wa sharabah. Whoever does not leave lying and evil actions, then Allah has no use of him leaving his food and drink. It doesn't mean that you can eat but what the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is telling us, it's deeper than just not eating. There's more to it than that. You are supposed to imprison this nafs so that your ruh, your soul, and we connect in the month of Ramadan with the Qur'an. We connect in the month of Ramadan with Qiyam al-Layl. Maybe outside of the month of Ramadan, it's very difficult to have any Qiyam al-Layl. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a community gives us the strength to come together night after night, reciting an entire juzu of the Qur'an in most cases, praying 20 rak'ahs. And that strength comes from where? It's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show you the potential of who you can become. To show you the potential that even though this occurs in Ramadan, beyond Ramadan, you can take some of this with you. You now see what you are capable of and what we used to say about ourselves in Ramadan, no, I could never do that, that's too hard. In Ramadan, subhanAllah, it becomes easy. 
And that's tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our hope is in Him to give us the ability and to give us the success to do these things. And once again, the Prophet teaches us that one of the goals and aims of Ramadan is uh, uh, purifying and refining our character. That he says, Salawatullahi wa salamu if someone insults you or someone uh, uh, yells at you in the month of Ramadan, what do you say? Inni sa'im. You don't have to tell that person inni sa'im. The most important person who needs to remember that is you. Inni sa'im, I'm fasting. I got something to say to you, but I'm fasting. It's Ramadan. And I'm trying to go above and beyond the things that I would have said before the month of Ramadan. So this is the goal, and this is something that maybe the first few days of Ramadan have been a little bit difficult. Maybe we've had some uh, uh, shortcomings. Maybe we set some goals and we didn't meet those goals. But don't be too hard on yourself and never give up. Because in this month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is outpouring of mercy and blessings and the answering of dua is so consistent that whenever you put your hands out, you will receive something. So don't sell yourself short and don't be too hard on yourself. And if you have a bad day, then tomorrow is a new day. And as Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha wa ardaha informed us about the practice of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, كَانَ يَجْتَهِدُ فِي رَمَضَانِ مَا لَا يَجْتَهِدُ فِي غَيْرِهِ وَكَانَ يَجْتَهِدُ فِي الْعَشْرَ الْأَوَاخِرِ مِنْ رَمَضَانِ مَا لَا يَجْتَهِدُ فِي غَيْرِهِ مِنْ رَمَضَانِ That the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would exert himself in Ramadan more than any other month. And he would exert himself in the last ten nights more than the rest of the month. But we need to recognize that this exertion, the praying, the fasting, the recitation of the Qur'an, Whatever good acts that we do, it is all seeking this nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and an increased sense of taqwa. And where does taqwa occur? Where does taqwa exist? It exists in the heart. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, At-taqwa ha-huna, at-taqwa ha-huna, at-taqwa ha-huna. So all of these things that we're doing, they're meant to refine and purify us internally so that our hearts are closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so that we are more mindful of Allah, blessed and exalted, and that we leave the month of Ramadan somewhat transformed, somewhat changed, and that we're able to take something ta'ala of Ramadan with us, even if it's just a few acts consistently. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ وَقَوْلُهُ الْحَقُّ الْمُبِينَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنُ هُدًى لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَصُمْهُ وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرَ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرَ وَلِتُكْمِلُوا الْعِدَّةَ وَلِتُكَبِّرُوا اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا هَدَاكُمْ وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is 
It was in the month of Ramadan that the Qur'an was revealed as guidance for mankind. Clear messages giving guidance and distinguishing between right and wrong. And then Allah says at the end of the verse, Allah wants ease for you, not hardship. He wants you to complete the prescribed period and to glorify Him for having guided you so that you may be thankful. So we see these themes of guidance and taqwa and mindfulness and gratitude and gratitude leading to love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all within the month of Ramadan and within this beautiful act of ibadah, of fasting. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa dhikr al-hakim wa ajarana min khizzihi wa adabihi al-alim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum wa li walidina wa li jami'i al-Muslimin fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-Rahim Seek Allah's forgiveness, indeed He is forgiving and merciful. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yuwafi ni'mah wa yukafi'u mazidah, wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah, wa nashhadu anna sayyidana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh, اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله So let us continue uh, to seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Let us recognize that we are asking in this month of Ramadan from the most generous تبارك وتعالى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when his servants ask from him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when you ask and He loves when you ask for lofty and great things. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He said that Allah loves lofty things. So when you ask Him, ask Him for firdaus al-a'la. When you ask Allah, ask Him to grant you the highest level of paradise. And especially in this month of Ramadan, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala manifests His generosity in unique ways and the doors of paradise are opened, and the nufus are, uh, are uh, disciplined, and the shayateen are chained up, we have no easier time. We have no better time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's never been made easier for us. So let us take advantage and know that every single thing that you do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be uh, uh, rewarded and compensated with what no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard, and has never even crossed the human imagination. So when uh, you exert yourself, seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with taqwa, seek nearness to Him, seek Him with gratitude and with love, Jalla Jalalu. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this Ramadan of the most blessed uh, Ramadans in our lives, and inshallah the most blessed Ramadan thus far, and that every Ramadan that comes afterwards is even more blessed through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, grace and generosity. And one of the things that helps us grow in taqwa that we have to be extremely mindful of in the month of Ramadan are those things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically mentioned things like backbiting, that we have to be extra careful in the month of Ramadan from falling into backbiting. Looking at something haram lustfully, uh, that also is something that invalidates or decreases from the reward of fasting. So we have to be careful of these things and recognize 
that we're not just fasting from food and drink, but that we're creating deeper barriers between us and all of those things that displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that we're seeking with more uh, intensity and exerting ourselves in the good pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, seeking His reward and seeking nearness to Him. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And as the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man sama Ramadan iman and wahtisaban, wafira lahuma taqaddama man dhambi. Whoever fasts the month of Ramadan faithfully with iman and wahtisaban and uh, uh, expecting and seeking a reward from Allah, all of their previous sins will be forgiven. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us and make this a Ramadan of real change. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen wa Ya Akram al Akrameen. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَنَا بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُسَبِّحَةِ بِقُدْسِهِ وَوَاجَهَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَعْمِيمًا فَقَالَ مُخْبِرًا وَآمِرًا لَهُمْ تَكْرِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار Oh Allah we ask you O oh most merciful in this blessed month of Ramadan that you alleviate the suffering of brothers and sisters all over the world, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you restore peace and safety and stability to the lands of the Muslims, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, anyone who is in uh, danger, that you protect them. Anyone who is hungry, that you grant them food. Anyone who is sick, that you heal them, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Wa Ya Akram al Akrameen. Uh, people in our gathering here and our brothers and sisters in faith and all over the world, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Wa Ya Akram al Akrameen. We ask you, Ya Allah, in this month of Ramadan, that you grant each and every one of us tawfiq to be able to uh, take advantage and worship you with excellence in Laylatul Qadr, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, in the night of great value and worth, Ya Akram al Akrameen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you record each and every one of us as those that you have freed from the fire. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Wa Ya Ajwad al Ajwadeen. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر وأقيم الصلاة